This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Radio. It is high noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. This is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Between the pair of us here on the show, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, but what you should know by now, hey, yeah, knuckleheads. That if you want to get involved with the show here on a Friday afternoon, the best way to do so is on the Twitter.com. We'll take your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your reactions at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. And as always, we'll dangle the carrot out there that at some point today, eventually, we might give out the phone number and go to the phone lines. We will certainly, 29 minutes from now, uh, at 1230, at noon 30, Arthur Motes mm-hmm. will be joined by our good friend of the show. Of course, he of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Mr. Brian Bacco. Motesy, it's me. Friday. It is the last weekend before OTA start next week. How we feeling, cousin? I'm feeling real immature. I don't. I, I wish there was a camera in here. I am. Uh, we're in a new uh, studio today. Weird, you know, we, not, not in a normal room. We're in a different room. Today, yeah. A little nicer. It's a Friday. No one's here. So we slid into one of the, you know, one so, of the so, suites so, here. So we happen to have a little bit more room, and I'm enjoying this spinny chair. So I've been literally, while Wes was doing his intro, I was like spinning back and forth in my chair, just having fun because it's Friday. We got, we got so much room for activities in yeah, this that's what I'm I don't know what to do with myself right now. Usually I'm like, all right, I can't lean too far this way. We can't back up too much. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the space right now, bro. So, yes, I, I'm in a great mood. It, it's just, you know, it's a beautiful day outside. It is. You know, I, I got a chance to, you know, kick it with the fam. Everybody got on, you know, everybody was dropped off at school on time today. Love like it. Everything Love it. went the way it was supposed to go, so I'm feeling good, man. Feeling real good. School school almost done. Got to be almost Couple done for the kids, yeah, right? About Couple two weeks, weeks left. Yeah. How's that? So tell me about that real quick before we before we jump into OTAs here. Uh-oh. Um. I mean, obviously, my daughter's seven months old, so uh-huh. I'm still a few years away from from doing the you know the grade school yeah. thing. Um, and you've got them, like, you've got them from elementary school all the way up to the high school. High school, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the end of school, right? Because I'm sure you've got to be excited. It's summertime; mm-hmm. the kids are going to be around, but it also means more work for dad, doesn't it? Because the kids uh, are around more often. For most, sure, yes. My situation is slightly different, just because you know my schedule, baby. <laughs> I'm chilling always. <laughs> I'm either I'm, I'm either always. here recording for most what three days out the week, or I'm at the Casa recording the podcast three days out the week. But either way, either way, you just chilling. I only got about six hours that I'm dedicating to work daily, so not really. I'm good. White feet, she go. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we we are in a yeah, very a blessed. Point. We're in a blessed position. No, that's a good point. Yeah, it, but but for us, yeah, like. We kind of enjoy it more because it's like you get that time. Yeah, man. because we'll be sitting around the house and it's like it's fun, it's great, but like yo, man, I miss my little man, I miss my, sure, my daughters, sure, like sure. you know what I mean. So in that context, yo, like we love the summer, but more importantly, we get to sleep in. 
Well, that's because yeah, with my oldest, that's that's six fifteen a.m. every day up. I'm like, bruh. I will be glad when I don't have to have that yeah, alarm. Yeah, those set. high school days where you yes, gotta be in bro. school by like Absolutely. seven thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm tired of waking up at six in the morning, baby. I'm cool right. with that. So, yeah. follow up question then. Uh huh. At what age do the kids start sleeping in? Because <laughs> I know I'm still far away from that, but give me something to bro, look forward to. No, funny thing. I feel like that's gonna be more so based on your the parents. Are okay. you, do you and Morgan, do y'all sleep in? Well, we used to. <laughs> like, okay, but it's in, like, one of y'all like to sleep in, right? We both, both Okay, yeah. because, so for me and wifey, we're a little different. Like, for me, man, it's days where I can stand in bed all day. For her, it's days where she's like, yo, I got to get up, I got to get going. And it's times where I'm kind of like that as well, where it's like, I don't have to have anything going on, but I'll just wake up, I'm like, yo, I got to go. I just got to get sure, up. Sure, sure. So when you look at our children, yeah, one of them. Two of them have the sleep in gene. One of them has to get up early gene. So we okay. got one that's going to be you up. The duality of man. Right 5 a.m. Yep. And I'm like, bruh, what are we doing? What? Then you got <laughs> the other two. You got the other two. I'm like, bro, are you alive? <laughs> are you breathing? I haven't seen you move. I haven't heard anybody move since I so put do you down. Any signs of life in there. <laughs> Serious, man. But when we think about me and wife, it's like, this is us. Like, it'll be days like, okay, <clears throat> a weekday. Hey. It's times where my my meter is a little uh, it can, it can move a little bit more one way or the other in terms of sure. do I really want to sure. get up or do I just call everybody and say hey, look man it's not happening today. <laughs> I lean more on the call everybody it's not happening today. She's like yo we got to get up. But then it'd be a day where we don't have anything going on and she's like yeah I think I want to get up today. I'm just like bro like no nah. no no she's like I want to sleep and I'm like no nah, I want to get up now I got right, I got this right. energy you know what I mean so it's, that's that's what you're gonna be dealing with baby when it comes to the children that's oh. how it goes man yeah I'm a like I like I like the mid mornings you know what I mean yeah like nine thirty is like a I feel like I slept in but I didn't waste the day ten Fair o'clock enough. see you know? my, my my rule is if it's an off day or a weekend nothing before ten o'clock yeah. Like I try my hardest. Nothing before ten. Nothing before. Even if you wake up, like you still no, just kind of laying up, in bed. I don't mind waking up, but I'm laying in the like, bed, yeah, yeah, until ten o'clock. Yeah. Cool, I like that. Cause I like I, that. I, it's like my treat to myself. Because otherwise, it's like you're gonna find yourself getting up early, out the bed, doing all stuff on the weekend, and yep. then you get the money. You're like, oh, I'm tired. And it's uh, like all I did the whole weekend was uh, work. I wish I could have slept in. It's like, well, you had the opportunity. You just gotta take advantage of it, man. Mm-hmm. So I like to take advantage of it. No, ten a.m. That. That, that's that's my cutoff. Ain't that the truth? Uh, Rod Dollar says new hashtag for the show, hashtag Childish Fridays. <laughs> I'll tell you, now bro, that's, that's my vibe, man. Now I, I, we're talking. If, if I wasn't having to just talk that much right then, I would have started back spinning in my chair again. All right. So, yeah, just, just, yeah, here we go. Here we go. We should let the people know for all of the, you know, I wanted to wait a few minutes to, to, to make this announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, while we were, you know, once we got everybody into the huddle here, right, uh-oh, if, uh-oh. if you will, uh, those who might have joined class a little bit late. Come on, Steelers Blitz on three, Steelers Blitz on three. Steelers Blitz on three, Steelers Blitz on me. Mm-hmm. Um, our schedule for the next three weeks is going to change up a little bit because we will be broadcasting live at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex on the south side of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Mr. Rooney's backyard, as I've been calling it for a few years. It'll be our first time in two years back down there. Well, Technically, the NFL draft was our first time in two years back down there broadcasting. It'll be our first time outside at the practice fields broadcasting specifically there in two years. Um, And I'm looking forward to it. So this is our last Friday show just for a few weeks. Because, again, the schedules are changing up. 
Four yes. weeks, essentially. Yeah. For the next three weeks, right? So starting next week through what would be like June 9th, I believe, Motsi and I are going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we won't be Monday, Wednesday, Friday anymore. We'll still be three days a week. If you just listen to us on the podcast, this won't really affect you at all, except for you're going to get an hour extra of the Steelers Blitz. How about that? Motsi and I will have live OTA coverage again for the next three weeks, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right here on SNR, and we're going to be on from 10 a.m. till 1 o'clock. And then after us, it'll be Matt Williamson and Dale Lolly for three hours as well. So we'll have six hours of live coverage at OTAs right here on SNR. We'll, I've been told we're going to have a different Steelers player join us every day. We'll be able to nab some cool guests while we're down there uh, hanging out with everybody. So this is our last Friday show for a few weeks. Again, if you listen to the podcasts, you can tune this out because it's probably not really going to affect you. You're still going to get your three podcasts a week throughout the offseason. But starting next week, Motsi and I will not be Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the next three weeks. We'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, live at OTAs, and we'll be on from 10 a.m. to 1 o'clock. Bonus hour for the people. Hey, hey, hey. So with that in mind, uh, this will be our, 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 last, um, uh, our last Childish Friday for a few weeks. We will do a little Top 5 Friday mm-hmm. before we get out of here. We'll get to all your tweets and all those shenanigans as always. But, Motsi, with that in mind, that the next time you and I do a show here on SNR, we will be sitting uh, at OTAs down uh, you know, under the shade there, of course, in Mr. Rooney's backyard. Biggest question in your mind now as we enter OTAs, and it is, you know, it's, it's football in shorts, but it is also the first organized team activities that involve the squad, right? Not just the mm-hmm. rookies like we saw the other week. In your mind, uh, biggest question remaining for this team, for this organization, for this roster, wherever you want to go as we head to OTAs next week? Yeah, um, I think it's multiple questions that they have that are very big, just depending on which one you want to talk about first, whether it's the quarterback situation. Um, obviously, it's going to be a lot of eyes on that, a lot of importance there. Talk about the offensive line. New pieces, but how do they fit? What do they look like? How long does it take for them to gel? D-line. Is Tuit showing up? Wide receiver. Is Deontay showing up? I mean, <laughs> where, where we want to go? Do you want to start offense, defense, baby? Like, we, we, well, I know you're always an offensive guy. You know, so, like, yeah. we, got, we got a lot of these things, man. But um, if I had to pick, I'll pick one on each side of the ball. Um, The first one would be, is Stephon Tuit there? Because if he is there and he's practicing, I feel very confident about his future with the team going forward into this upcoming season. Agreed. If he is not there, well, then it will mark just another time where the Steelers have been doing football-related stuff, whether it's preparing for a game, uh, off-season workout, or in this situation, off-season practices where to it was not available to them. And the more that happens, the longer it is from the last time I've seen to it on the field, the less uh, I believe you know he's going to be out there come game one. And ultimately, that's what we want. We want him to be out there. So to me, I think that's my biggest thing that I'm looking for come next Tuesday is does he show up? Yeah. Like regardless of if he's actually practicing or not, is he in the building? Mm-hmm. Because I think that that yeah, it'd be one thing if he's yeah. not practicing, but but, but another yeah. if he's yeah if he's there and and clearly looks like he's a part of the group. Right. So yeah. that's my thing. Like I, I need to see that. Um, I think with that. It could be a positive or a negative. If he isn't there, well, hey, man, we're going to get a chance to see DeMarvin early on. We're going to get a chance to see his development. I think it will be expedited in a sense. And maybe you're not 
as hung up on to it as we are right, right now right. if he's not maybe you're starting to play in for life without Stefan. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas instead of sitting on the fence. Whereas if he does show up, well then great. You know you got this guy committed in some capacities back in the fold and now we can start planning accordingly. And you'll just feel way better about your D line as a whole. You feel way better about the depth of that D line as well. But to me it starts with to it. Is he there or not? Um offensively I'm, I, like I said, I could make the same argument for Deontay, but I don't because I think they're different in the sense of why. With mm. Tua, the why is, is it emotional? Is it the knee? Is his heart into it? Because ever since, you know, the tragic incident has happened sure, and he sure. started to, you know, take some time and then not play, every time Kevin Colbert has talked about Tua, it has been very vague, has been very mums the word. Um, we haven't heard from Tua himself exactly. in over a year. So, with like I said, if Tua's not there, it just feels like that is bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, and yeah. it's just like, yo, he's never coming back. Whereas with Deontay, if Deontay doesn't show up, it's solely because of the contract. Because that is status quo when it comes to contract negotiations or guys trying to generate leverage that typically don't have leverage. You don't show up to off-season workouts. He hasn't shown up to any of the workouts. We talked about that. Now you're to the practice portion of it. Well, it's still voluntary, so by the letter of the law, he does not have to show up. But we know. We would always joke and say it's voluntary, but it's not voluntary. <laughs> Voluntarily, non-voluntary. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> but it's like we all know. You, you, you're supposed to be there. And when I think back on you know some of the teams that I played on, especially here in Pittsburgh, we had a lot of success. We were – committed to all being here mm-hmm. for these time this time of year and stuff like that so part of me like i said i could understand but it would solely be contract related so i'm like i'm not going to make a big ordeal about it so like i said for There'd me be more rhyme or reason right to that yeah. right but i guess the 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 storyline that i'm interested to see on offense um <clears throat> it's probably like i said how they organize this offensive line because we know we brought in a ton of new pieces how do they fit though that's the part we want to see who's playing what and then from there, how long does it take for them to gel? We're not going to get a chance to see them really play to their full potential. Sure. It's in, it's, you know, it's football and shorts. Football and shorts, absolutely. Helmets with, with you know, school clothes on. But <laughs> you can at least see how guys move. You can see how guys bond together. You can see the 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 rotations that they're using. And I was going to say yeah. how the Steelers deploy those absolutely. guys. And who's getting the first reps at center and yeah. guard. And, yeah. So I must say, so for me, that would be those would be the two for me, man. But what about you, though? So – Defense, it's it's. I mean, it's it's hard to think other thing, anything other than it's hard to say anything other than the status of Stefan Tuin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's where everybody is. Is he going to be there first and foremost? And you know, like that's one A, and then one B is is he going to be an active participant? Yep. Um, if he's neither of those things, as you alluded to, I think a lot of us will start to assume that he is not going to be with the team, or at least that they should start operating under the expectations that he's mm-hmm. not going to be with the team. If he's there, but he's not participating, I think we're feeling better. Okay, you know, maybe there's just some some still lingering issues with the injuries and stuff, but at least he's here, he's part of the group, he's present and accounted for. Uh, and then obviously if he's there and he's a full participant, well, then we're sunshine and rainbows and we're hunky-dory and yeah. we're everyone's high-fiving and we're we're winning out there uh, in Mr. Rooney's backyard. Other than that, though, because I'll, I'll go with something different, I'm very intrigued to see, you know, kind of what you were talking about, the offensive line, and mm-hmm. it, it's, it's hard to deduce everything. 
but you can at least see the deployment and who gets the first crack where and who gets the first snaps here, right? And who is used in what role and what position and, and kind of that pecking order maybe is, is the word that I'm looking for. I'll be interested to see how that looks in the secondary. Mm. Akella mm-hmm. Weatherspoon get the first reps as the guy. Does Levi Wallace get the first reps as the guy? Does Cam Sutton get the first reps as the guy? What's it look like in the secondary, Motsi? Yeah. I mean, we we know what Minka's going to be doing, all right? We know what Minka's But we've talked do. about Kazi and Carl Joseph and some of these other guys now with Edmonds. Could there be some things that the Steelers are doing there? Um, that, to me, what's it look like for Arthur Mollette, right? Like, a, a lot of these guys um, that we know are going to play and have a role. But what exactly does that look like? And obviously where guys like Justin Lane mm-hmm. and and uh, and James Pierre on this list as well, too. I'm, I'm very excited, kind of like what you alluded to with the offensive line, to see how the secondary, really other than Minka Fitzpatrick, is deployed in, in that kind of division yeah. of labor. And again, who gets the first first reps and all those different things. Yeah, I like that. I like that that approach right there with the DBs, man. And Because it's, it's kind yeah. of like the offensive line mm-hmm. as well. Like There's just a lot of new faces, moving yeah. parts, and... I think very reasonably we all expect there are a few different ways that that could shake out. Mm-hmm. This is the start of you know getting the, the answers to those questions. Well, and it's funny, man, that you went corner because I was stuck between, like when I started with it. I was like my next thing was corners or Devin Bush. Hmm. But the reason why I was leaning corners as well was because what you said, whereas when I think of Devin, I'm saying to myself, the knock on him last year wasn't his athletic ability. We weren't talking about him being slow. We weren't talking about him being in space. We were talking about his decisiveness and how he responded to the physicality. Often Salam and climbing up on him. We're not going to see that in OTAs. Right. Like, no. You're, you're, it's just the rules won't allow it. <laughs> it but, but what you're wearing out there won't allow it. So I'm like, I can't anticipate seeing Devin look good or bad. I'm like, he, he shouldn't look bad. He should look great during this time of year because last year, Obviously, he didn't do OTAs, but during training, it was like, yo, he looked good until it started to get to the physical part. Mm-hmm. Like, we get that. So, yeah, that was the other reason why for me, I'm just like, I, I like that approach with the corners versus LBs because, yeah, that right there is like you're missing a, a, a very there's, important element I think there's more you can it. deduce there yes. with the, the lack of physicality mm-hmm. and the lack of live action. Um, and you know what? That transitions, I think, Motsi, into my answer for the offensive side of the football. Oh, Dun, dun, dun. I want to see these newcomers at wide receiver. Ooh. Because I know you and I have said this over the years. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, this, this is about to be our fifth season of Steelers football doing a show together. So we've said about everything. But one of the things I think that you and I both believe is that in these settings, these you know football and shorts settings, yeah. one of the things that should shine through is athleticism. I would agree. You know, it's, it's, it's tough for – Cam Hayward to do what Cam Hayward does best yeah. out there in football and shorts. Yeah. But it shouldn't be as difficult for Calvin Austin the third as it is for Cam Hayward. Very true. It shouldn't be as difficult for George Pickens Very as it is true. for Miles Jack. Certain people certain people are supposed to look elite during football and shorts. Shouldn't be as tough for Miles Boykin uh-huh. as it is for Mason Cole. Yeah. I so, would agree. So to me, Listen, we've we've all seen Deontay Johnson play football for a few years, and as Motsi alluded to, we'll be we'll be looking to see if if he's there and an active participant as well. Chase Claypool, Pat Fryermuth, you know these guys are in that equation too because they play positions where that athleticism can pop. But for me, it's it's really these new guys because George Pickens, Calvin Austin the third, Miles Boykin being the, the the kind of the biggest three that I'm talking about here. These are all guys we know. What what have we been told about them? Speed, athleticism. Right, those things Down that should the yard. those things that should pop in these type of situations. Mm-hmm. 
Pickens is is kind of in his own category because he's got the speed and the athleticism and those things. He's also got the size as well, too. But particularly, I think, for Miles Boykin and for Calvin Austin, we've heard so much about that speed, that shiftiness, that twitchiness, right? Mm -hmm. The the term that we always like to use and how good those guys are in space and all those different things. Those type of skill sets can shine in OTAs. Yes, they can. Because it's football Mm -hmm. and shorts and you got a lot of space to operate and a lot of times it just comes down to athleticism on athleticism. I want to see that from the wide receivers. And like I said, particularly the three newcomers in George Pickens, Calvin Austin III, and and Miles Boykin. I like that too, man. I like that a lot, man. It makes a ton of sense as well, man. I guess, yeah, I don't really have a negative with that. That I mean, that's yeah. Because again, I'm I'm trying to be realistic too. You know, I think you were with your answers as well. Like we could sit here and we could talk about, well, Arthur Boats, the Steelers got to figure out who their quarterback one is going to be. It's so it's a QB I battle. I'm gonna watch Mitch Trubisky and I'm gonna watch Kenny Pickett yeah. every rep, every throw, every set. I'm not doing that. No one's rushing them like they are in an not NFL game. Defenses aren't disguising things like they are in an not NFL at game. Not at all. Doing OTAs, like. <laughs> the like quarterbacks this, better. They both better look good. Absolutely. How about that? They both Absolutely. better look good. Because the way OTAs work. Mason Rudolph, too. OTAs, they, they, they <laughs> offensively and defensively, we both know what's going on. We know y'all have an install package. Okay. We have an install package, and there's a progression that goes with the package. So on day one, you know what you run on day one, Wes? You're running cover three. We're uh-huh. going to teach you cover three in base. We're mm-hmm. going to teach you cover three in sub. You know what you're running that second day? Tell me. We're running cover two. I'm going to teach you cover two in base. I'm going to teach you cover two in sub. You know what you run on that third day? Uh-oh. We're going to go cover four. Okay. okay. I'm going to teach you that in base. I'm going to teach you that in sub. Next week, we're going to add some blitzes. All right? Mm-hmm. But it's still the same coverages. And when I tell you we run the same coverages the whole day, it's like, no, this is a cover four day. We are in cover four. So the quarterback, it's like getting the answer key to the test. <laughs> yes, it's like yes. the teacher spends an hour going over the test and gives you the answer key. And we, now you we, just got to fill in literally, the, the circles. The first day you're sitting here like, bro, if they if they run four verse one more time against this three look, bro, like y'all know what we are in. Yes. Yes. And that's why. You're and looking then, over there at Matt Canada like, dude, yeah. come on. And the come coach on. is hitting them with the, oh, so y'all want to get all hype about that. Y'all game planning for us. That's all. Y'all game planning. We were working on install. This is daily. Like, I could. I, I remember so vividly man but that's the reality <laughs> of it all right <laughs> so yes these quarterbacks they also look good at some part of otas because they're gonna have the answer to the test okay oh <sighs> no like that's... i mean it's gonna be fun to watch like to me i'm more excited to see just how they divide up the reps absolutely because when we talked about competitions last year mason and uh Dwayne haskins they really didn't evenly divide those reps they did not we thought that in practice, it looked one way. It looked like it was going to be even because we would see those guys, okay, someday Haskins would be with certain groups and then right. some days Mason would be right. with certain groups. But when it came to the games, it was the same thing every week. Mason with the ones, and then it was Haskins either with the twos or the threes, depending on how they wanted to rotate. Whereas this year, I want to see when they're in practice, you got three quarterbacks here. They're all within arm's length of each other. Mm-hmm. If you're getting 12 plays per period, are we splitting these up by fours? Or are we doing like how we've done in the past? Six, mm. four, two, mm. eight, four, nothing. You know what I mean? Like six, seven, three, two. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's multiple yeah. ways that they slice those up. So that's the part for me that I'll be interested to watch with the quarterbacks. But other than that, yeah, you, you, you just should look, yeah, good. look competent. Look yeah. like you belong. Like you're like you've got an right. NFL arm. You, you, there, like you, there's like you belong out on that Yeah, because there's yeah. no rush. 
they can't touch you. They're not going There's to be no coming near you. Coverage. Right. You're also wearing a hat and and a penny, like, not full pads and a on, helmet. Man. And yeah, it's the middle of summer. Well, and the consequences are off. And there's no consequences. If you throw a pick in practice, it's not the same as throwing a pick in a preseason game or in an actual game. So you also got to understand that. I just think that as a whole, man, though, like. They should not look bad during this time of year. I completely agree. NFL quarterbacks typically don't look bad in OTAs. Right. And if they do, then, yeah, they got issues, man. They might not be around that Seriously. long. <laughs> like, it, it, as, as simple as that sounds, that is the truth. Like, it gets to a point where you play this game long enough or if you're of a certain quality of a player, OTAs should not be difficult. OTAs, you shouldn't be talking about I had a bad pra- like, practice. Like, yeah, in OTAs, it was like, okay, if I'm going to take 40 play, I'm going to have 40 reps of something, I better have one minus tops. Two is a bad day. Three mm-hmm. is god-awful. Mm-hmm. Like, that's – and not blowing assignments. I'm talking, okay, I stepped seven inches instead of five inches. <laughs> oh, my, my hand was on the shoulder pad instead of on the number. Like, we're talking those type of details, okay? Yes. That's, that's OTAs, bro. Football 101. Yeah. That's why it's, it's that's football in, in shorts. Uh, we're going to talk to our buddy Brian Backo here in about five minutes. He, of course, covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. We'll get his thoughts, what he's looking for heading into OTAs. We'll, of course, see the Batman down there on campus of the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex for the next three weeks. That's where we'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So this is our last Friday show. So get those tweets in now. We'll still take your tweets, obviously, throughout OTAs and everything. But I mean, we're going to be in Mr. Rooney's backyard. So we'll be a little more buttoned up, all right? So, you know, if you've got your your nonsensical questions that you want to get at us on this Friday. That is the time. Childish Friday, of course, is our buddy Rod. <laughs> D- you know what? I, every time I say that now, I'm just like, oh, what? Is somebody about to play some Gambino? Hey, man. <laughs> it feel like summer. This is America. <laughs> Jay-, Jay tweets us and says, uh, you just blew my mind saying that this will be your guys' uh, fifth year doing the show now. Time has gone so fast. I remember when you both first started insane. Yeah. Yeah, it is wild. dude. We started with 2018. One day season. a week for our for mm-hmm. our show, and now here we are, man. Now yeah. here we are. Crazy. Crazy. We're going to be doing three hours a week next week. Yeah. Back <laughs> yeah. when life was simpler. Yeah, it certainly was. I mean, think about it, Motsi. Since Bro, we then, literally was an hour show. Hour show. I mean, <laughs> you know how easy that was for us? To, with commercials. It was like a 45 minute show. Hour really. show. Get out of here. <laughs> we like we would come in early to do prep and we'd all be like, Bro, uh, we were so green behind. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then the show's over. That's pretty funny, bro. <laughs> no, it is funny. insane. Time flies when you're having fun. We've been having fun doing this. We know you guys. Uh, at least most of you have had fun listening. I'm gonna say it because I'll be having no fun. We appreciate yeah. that, and uh, yeah, and we know you guys will be rocking with us. Radio on our is no fun, sir. It's not supposed to be any fun. What we do yeah, here, you're no supposed to just fun. sit here and regurgitate stats That's and curmudgeony it. opinions. I stay up all night getting my analytics on. He stays up all night getting his hate on. I hey, tell you hey, what. hey, 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 hey. Are the boats Wesley Euler We're gonna take our first break here this afternoon. When we come back on the other side. It will be Brian Backo joining the show as we continue to preview OTAs. We'll get to your tweets. As well, we're also going to do a little Top 5 Friday before we get out of here. On the Top 5 Friday today, the Top 5 Things Motes and I want to do this summer. And pretty simple, all right? It's our last Friday show for a couple weeks here. Next time we're back on the show on a Friday, it will be summer. We'll be, you know, a couple weeks into June. So what are the Top 5 Things that Motsi and I want to do this summer? We'll tell you that, too, before we get out of here as well. Brian Backo on the other side. He's Motsi. I'm Yoler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.